0: Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson and today is Wednesday the 20th of April 2022. Today's moment is brought to you by our great friends at American Farmer Proud. American made apparel that supports American farmers. Visit AmericanFarmerProud.com to check out the latest designs and merchandise and to read their family's incredible story. American Farmer Proud to be both. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. We hope the first half of your week has been tremendous so far. And another special shout out to Kelly and our friends and her entire family over at American Farmer Proud. Thanks for being such great supporters of our mission at WPT and for not only taking pride in being American and being farmers, but for literally wearing it on your sleeves. It's pretty darn cool what you're doing. Let's jump into some news together. Former Governor Tommy Thompson, as you may have heard, has decided against a run for Wisconsin governor, despite rumors circulating for months and a recent visit with former President Donald Trump. Thompson told WISPolitics earlier this week that it came down to his family not supporting the decision if he decided to jump in. You know me, I want to run, Thompson said. I want to lead this state. I want to solve problems. I want to bring the parties together. I want to build Wisconsin, not tear it down. And that's why I think I would have been the strongest candidate. And that's why I wanted to run. But I can't run with my family being opposed to me running. You need your family with you. And they weren't going to be with me. I acquiesced to them. It's that simple. Thompson also told Paul that he believes the current slate of Republican candidates is strong enough to beat Evers in November. And speaking of our current governor, Tony Evers yesterday announced what his office is calling the state's first ever clean energy plan. In an announcement yesterday with the Office of Sustainability and Clean Energy, brand new office that barely anybody's ever heard of, by the way, Evers signed an executive order that, quote, identifies dozens of paths and strategies aiming to lower energy bills and prices at the pump for Wisconsin families, promote energy independence by reducing reliance on out-of-state energy sources, create an estimated more than 40,000 jobs by 2030, and invest in job training and apprenticeship programs in innovative industries and technologies. Governor Evers said Wisconsinites should have the opportunity to make their own decisions about their energy use. Every year, we're losing more than $14 billion we're sending out of state, and that's money we could be using to invest in clean, made-in-Wisconsin energy to help lower energy bills while also creating good-paying job opportunities and apprenticeship training in innovative technologies and industries. He went on to say, by expanding and speeding up production of cheaper, cleaner energy like wind and solar here in Wisconsin, we can keep our money here at home rather than relying on unpredictable markets often disrupted by foreign leaders and conflicts. I stopped reading when the press release mentioned the Paris Climate Agreement for the third time. You know, either come up with your own ideas or don't, but stop kowtowing to Washington D.C.'s agenda. This is all this administration does at times. And... Another piece of advice, maybe don't talk about investing in apprenticeships in Wisconsin the week after you vetoed several bills that would have expanded them in our state. Expect a full rundown on the clean energy plan in Monday's Weekly Insider. And how about some more friction? And not in the same way that I just kind of had friction in my voice there. The Wisconsin DOT yesterday said a report by UW-Madison's Traffic Operations and Safety Lab found the use of liquid brine in winter highway maintenance cleared Wisconsin highways faster, provided better friction on roadways, and reduced overall salt usage. Researchers looked at data from 143 storms occurring in 10 counties across the state and compared brine-cleared routes to those nearby cleared with traditional granular rock salt method. The data showed that the brine-treated roads were clearer, more than two hours faster on average, more likely to show a higher friction rating and more efficient with material, reducing salt usage by average of 23%. Then the surprise of the century for either political party, to be honest, the DOT secretary pretended to care about being judicious with tax dollars and said salt costs are continuing to rise, so it's imperative that we work together to optimize supplies and deliver the most safe and effective service possible for the taxpayer. And the Senate Committee on Insurance, Licensing Reform, and Forestry is holding an informational hearing as we speak on a Republican bill to legalize medical marijuana in Wisconsin. Several Democratic lawmakers are expected to testify against the bill, and the bill wouldn't legalize all types of marijuana for everybody everywhere in Wisconsin. It would be in certain forms. It would have to be provided by a doctor. I'm not sure exactly what the Democrats were expecting from a Republican bill. I think they wanted it to be legal outright in the state. I have not listened to their testimony though. Just a guess. With the legislature having formally gaveled out for the remainder of the year, the bill is only being heard for informational purposes and to give the public a chance to weigh in. And this just in, taxpayer-funded munchies were not handed out in the Capitol in today's hearing. Wouldn't that have been funny? You'd have to wonder how many... Dreadlocked folks on Willie Street would have wandered into the Capitol for that. And back to our brine-soaked highways, it sounds like Wisconsin is getting an additional $283 million in federal transportation dollars in the current fiscal year. Wow. WISDOT would like to put $123.6 million towards rehabbing some of the state's highways according to a letter they submitted to the Joint Committee on Finance. Additionally, DOT would like to put about $83 million into a local transportation facility fund and allocate $60 million for local bridge assistance. According According to the agency, this is 35% higher than what the state was supposed to get from the federal infrastructure bill and could help them more quickly schedule projects that have been waiting in the wings for some time. And staying on the topic of federal aids, according to the Wisconsin Policy Forum's latest study, Wisconsin actually lagged most states in the nation in federal COVID aid. The report said under the American Rescue Plan Act, approved in March of 2021, state and local governments in Wisconsin were awarded an eye-popping $4.86 billion, with a B in fiscal recovery funds, which equates to 8.7% of annual state and local spending. Yet some states received upwards of 17.2 percent of their yearly expenditures. In addition to trailing the national average of 9.7 percent, Wisconsin ranks 43rd nationally in ARPA funds received as a share of direct general expenditures, the federal data show. They also said that the reduced numbers were not all bad news since our low unemployment rate was to blame for the lower aids, So penalize our people for working. Sounds about right though, doesn't it? So on that note, we will leave you with this one from Spanish writer Miguel de Cervantes, who wrote Don Quixote, for those of you who aren't familiar. He said, never stand begging for that which you have the power to earn. We hope you have a great rest of your week. As always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out more at WPTOnline.org.